Okay, welcome back to Unveiled, episode two. Woohoo! Thank you to everyone who listened to episode one and sent us DMs and feedback and emails and all the streams. Thank you so much. Uh, like we said in the last podcast, and we'll probably say forever, this was a labor of love, six years in the making, and we are so happy that it is a reality and that people from apparently all over the world are listening. So very cool. Can you hear all that feedback? Um, I can. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm just going to say a few things, and if it's shit, then we'll do it again. Yeah, honestly, we got kicked out of our original recording space, so the sound in this episode might be a little wonky. Um, there are fire trucks driving by currently. There's a drill in the background. You know what? You know, this, is, this is just the beginning, so just enjoy the chaos, and then eventually we'll be polished humans. Yeah, it's like TMB Outback. Are you going to tell everyone about the Menti B you had about um, the first podcast going away forever? Oh my gosh. Okay, yes. Before we get into episode two, I last Friday went to go log in to see how many of you guys have been listening because that's what I do on like an hourly basis. And all of a sudden, your account no longer exists. And I'm like, pardon? They're like, you need to pay for it. I'm like, all right, cool. Like the credit card didn't go through because Jess accidentally bought Taylor Swift tickets on her company card. I don't regret it at all. (laughs) It's a (laughs) write-off. It's on brand. Um, So anyways, long story short, uh, we got locked out of our account and the website or the podcast was just gone. And I, it literally just broke down into tears. It was not a good scene all weekend. This was a learning experience for me because if it goes, like, I don't know if everyone knows that if you couldn't get it back, then we'd have to like restart. We could never use the same title. Exactly. It's gone forever. Like that, that one just exists. And then we have to completely start over. We can't add to that. And I was just like, oh, wow, this is way more catastrophic than I thought. I was like, okay, Menti B is on brand for this. Yeah. Okay, I'm stressed. <laughs> Who are we emailing? Yeah. So thankfully, Sunday night at like 1130, Dave from Red Circle emailed me back after I sent I don't even think I was typing proper English I think I sent upwards of 15 broken English emails to him being like in all caps as well um being like we need the podcast back our business is dependent on it (laughs) and uh he he got it back and he's like honestly it's because you kept trying to use this credit card that um clearly didn't have any money on it and it their back end just made it like a fraudulent and just shut down the whole account which is great like that's that's really great for them that they have that good security um but but we're back but we're back and we're back with someone really exciting we are we have our first guest um which is sandra monaco who is a wedding photographer and before we get into her little intro we just need to quickly talk about this being topical because we both recently received our wedding photos back and that's a roller coaster yeah it's like the sneak peeks that we got like almost immediately after I got mine like the morning after and you got yours like the day after and it was just like that's like the initial excitement then you wait for like weeks and weeks and weeks and it's just like and then you get it and you have this huge overwhelm of emotion but I'm surprised I learned as much as I did about first for two humans who like work with wedding photographers and with galleries as much as we do I think I probably would have changed some things about how I impress the importance of certain moments mm-hmm. and I don't know there's just lots of learning I was I was surprised so I'm very excited to talk to Sandra today because 
She's worked with us many times. Honestly, Sandra and the two of us, we have a time when we're together. So I'm very excited to have her here. Absolutely. Okay. So Sandra is a wedding lifestyle and commercial branding photographer based in Kitchener, Waterloo and surrounding areas, self-proclaimed carb obsessed plant queen, personal development junkie, Prosecco lover. Sandra has worked with the modern bride on styled shoots, branding shoots, and so many exciting secret projects we have up our sleeves. So let's get into it. Okay, cheers. Okay, cheers, everyone. Cheers. Welcome. Sandra Monaco, welcome to Unveiled. Thank you very much for having me. Are you ready to lift the veil? Let's go. We're gonna start really easy. This is your platform. What are the top three most important things you, as a wedding photographer, need your clients to know? Oh, I've got more than three for sure, um, <laughs> but I'll try and make it quick. Love so it. first off, prepare for the rain. Just act mm-hmm. like it's gonna happen, mm-hmm. and then it's a bonus if it doesn't. Because mm-hmm. if you go into your wedding day and you're like, everything's gonna be it's bright gonna be and sunny, sunny and we're gonna be on the field and it's a downpour, yeah. you're gonna be really upset, right? So if you kind of even envision some of like indoor backdrops just to already have an idea of what you're going like, to get into. But like some really beautiful rainy photos. Like I feel oh, like nice. if I got a really, really rainy day and at the ceremony, like I don't think I'm this human, but I want to be this human. Yeah. And then you just like are like having this like downpour and you're saying your vows, it's like so disgustingly romantic. Yes. And I would act in- You're so not that I'm human. I'm not that human. <laughs> I would Neither want to be. Not. I would want to embrace it, the, the boho thing in me, but it doesn't exist. But I feel like the photo would be so beautiful and then I'd go inside and be like, wow, I look like a drowned rat. That's yeah, right. Yeah, because there's no <laughs> coming back from it. Yeah, you always got to have the rain plan. Like, think of your hairstyle as well. Mm. If your hair doesn't hold curls well, please don't put your hair down. Yeah. <laughs> because if it's a humid, rainy day, you can say, like, it's going to be over in an hour. Your hair is going to be oh, done yeah. for. Um, or even if you have your hair up and you have a couple pieces in the front that are curled, <laughs> that's the worst when it just goes straight and it's like wet. So I would even say to have like a backup blow dryer and curling iron with oh, you yeah. just in case. Um, or like be prepared to have it in a style where you can actually pin that back if that happens. There's always someone who's hair savvy in the wedding party. Like agree, every friend group yeah. has the hairdresser. Help me, yeah. help yeah, me. Yeah, 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 for sure. I've actually become the hairdresser. Yes, yeah. <laughs> it, it's it's been 15 years. So Skills at this point, I would love that for you. Thank you. Are these things that you've put together because you've produced photos that girls are unhappy with the way it came out because their bangs mm. looked like the 80s or because this happened or is it because you're seeing it being like I know this isn't your vision and now we're struggling to kind of do this yeah so I've never really had people come back to me and be like I was so unhappy with my hair I hate my photos mm-hmm. I'm actually very lucky to have mm-hmm. people yeah, not say that, that yeah, right <laughs> seriously um, I haven't actually had complaints so I'm pretty happy about that but um, it's more so in the moment, right? So like, let's say you, we've like got a great shot and, stuff, yeah. and the hair just kind of ruins that shot. So mm-hmm. maybe they don't see that photo because I called it out, Yeah. but, yeah. um, it's just something to really be prepared for. Okay. So we got rain, we got <laughs> hair. What else do we got? Um, actually, uh, one other thing about the hair. So you asked how there ever one time where somebody complained about it. So it wasn't actually the bride who complained about it, but I sent the photos to the vendors and one of the vendors called me and was like, why did her hair look like that? Wait, was it the <gasps> hair vendor? Uh, no, it was actually, I don't even remember which vendor it was. But it was a beauty. But it wasn't a beauty vendor. <laughs> yeah, they were looking at the photos and they're like, what is with her hair? No, and honestly, like, <laughs> I looked at her hair and I'm like, 
you know, if that's your style, and I yeah, should have said something say? in the yeah. morning, right? And but what are you going to say? Like, right? Well, she had one of those, I feel like it was like a bumpet. Yes. Yeah. Could you see the bumpet through it? It, it wasn't even like the bump it through it it was more so like her hair looked like it was huge a like a bouffant <laughs> like a helmet like I still made it look good and I, I actually went in there and retouched it so it got pulled nicely together you snatched like her in, hair up I snatched her hair up but in person like I kind of felt bad about it and I don't want to make anybody feel any way yeah, on their wedding day yeah, yeah. but yeah. that was a learning lesson because the next wedding the girl's hair was a frizz ball and right away when I saw her I'm like we need to fix your hair I'm yeah. sorry like, you're going to hate your photos. You're going to hate the rest of your day if oh. we don't fix your hair now. So let's get it, like, fixed up. And I had the bridesmaids go in there. They redid the hair. And she was like, no, honestly, thank you so much. Yeah. So that was you a... you got to do that. You I have to. Why, I don't know yeah. why girls go around being like, oh, my makeup sucks. Like, yeah. go fix it then. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you're unhappy with the $275 something. you paid for mm-hmm. that beauty experience, oh my be God. like, can you just do something like this? And you have to be specific. Mm-hmm. Like, if you don't give them the opportunity to fix it, mm-hmm. then they don't get that. Yeah. And tell your bridesmaids to be real with you. Like, if yeah. you if you don't look the best on your wedding day, yeah. have them tell you to fix your hair or, yeah. you know, go up and fix 100%. it for them. Kind of, yeah. I'm like, oh, come, can we do something? And right. you're like, why? And I'm like, you're like is that good. finished? <laughs> Are you done? That's a true friend right yeah. there. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then moving on from the hairstyles, also with makeup, I have a bunch of brides who are always like, I want the most natural look. Like, mm. this is too much makeup. I feel like it's too much. It's not too much. No. Oh, I love that you like, said that. Please let them put the makeup on that they need to in a way. Like, yes, go for the look you're wanting. But if you feel like it's too much, it's not going to look too much in photos. If anything, especially if you have like, you know, that light and airy type of vibe photographer, you're going to look washed out. You're so ghost. if you feel like it's too dark, it's going to look perfect. And put some eyelashes on. Yes. Like, yes. I, yeah, but you out. need it for that definition, especially Definitely. in photos. Because mm-hmm. like you look your, at yourself in the mirror and you're like, oh, my, my eyelashes look good like this with just mascara. And then mm-hmm. you look at photos and you're like, where's the mascara? Yeah, <laughs> There's yeah, nothing on my yeah, face. True. Okay. So just to recap for our listeners here, we have prepare for rain, get your rain plan in order, make sure your hair can withstand the elements and wear the makeup. What else do you need your people to know? Yeah. Back to the beginning of the day, let's say the detail photos, be prepared with it. Like give your, (laughs) give your photographer 20 to 30 minutes. If you want those crazy flat lays with all the invitations and your shoes and like this whole setup, if you want that, give them time. Um, don't and also give to them everything. everything, everything, like have everything ready in a shoebox. And, um, the other thing I want to mention is first looks. Mm-hmm. Some people are very traditional and some people want to enjoy cocktail hour. That's yeah. basically the difference between first looks. I always get asked this question on my calls is like, I'll ask them like, do you plan to do a first look before the ceremony or do you want to do it after? And they'll ask me for my opinion. So here it is. Yes. Um, first looks. So I highly recommend them because you can choose how long you want to photograph for. You're super freshened up. When you see your groom for the first time, you actually get to enjoy the moment together. You don't have 150 eyes on you and you're not thinking about like how you look and not being able to embrace the moment. And then that way you do get to enjoy cocktail hours. And then if you do it the other way around, you just have to you know, be prepared that you're going to miss cocktail hour 
yeah. especially if it's an hour and a half to two hours at most, mm. you're, you're just not going to get to it. Okay, so I want to comment on this first look thing because this is always a debate. And then when I was a planner, that was a huge thing. And I always highly, highly recommend it. But Adele and I did not do first looks. Mm-mm. And I have like always hammered it to my clients being like, because it makes everything so flexible time-wise. Yes. Yeah. So you want to tell why you didn't do a first look? I didn't do a first look because... I, I think like when you said it's either tradition or cocktail hour mm-hmm. and for me it was like all about tradition like I don't find myself to be a very traditional human being but for some reason like the first look and my dad walking me down the aisle were two massive things that I just couldn't like that meant the world to me um and then the second one was that my husband actually was like I don't want that pressure mm. to have a reaction mm-hmm. Because I know you, Adele, and you're going to be waiting for a reaction. And I don't know if I'm going to give it to you. (laughs) And so. You don't think I look great? Yeah, that's what I would do. Remember when you said you didn't want me to pick this dress? Yeah, exactly. So that's why I didn't do it. Yeah, I I love the flexibility of it in the the timeline, but go have a cough, do it. But I really wanted, like, I had been in so many wedding dresses because of reels, because of media, whatever it was that I really wanted that moment. Like if Colin and I did a first look, it would have just been like, obviously this is an over dramatic response, but it would have been just like every other. Yeah. And the top of the aisle moment is different. I wanted it to be loaded like that. Mm -hmm. And it was. Yeah. I will say having worked on a timeline of being in a venue, I was definitely stressed, not on the day, but um, in the planning phase of being like, okay, is an hour and a half enough time to get every photo that I want if I don't do? So I think there was that pressure to mm-hmm. be like, are you sure you don't want to do a first look? And even the, the venue asked me multiple times. Yeah. And I was like, oh, and I really had to like stick to it. But I, I knew that in the end, I would be sacrificing things like candid photos mm-hmm. at cocktail hour or, you know, potentially not having all the photos that I wanted. Yeah. But um, such a personal decision. And the last thing that brides should know is that their wedding dress will get dirty. Mm-hmm. Oh, thank you. It will be in tatters. It should be. If it isn't, yes. then you didn't have a good time. It's true. <laughs> okay, so photography trend of the year. I want to talk about this because I feel like last year, maybe 2022, was the year of the Champagne Tower. I'm going to call it that. When we look back in five to 10 years at 2023 wedding photos, what is going to be that iconic? That was 2023. Mm-hmm. It's a good question because I like I haven't noticed anything out of the ordinary recently other than a lot more nighttime photos people are Mm. loving and i know they've been around for a while but this year especially people are wanting like the hotel room photos the elevator photos so i would say maybe the elevator and hotel room depending on perfect i'm getting married basic b or like or sorry i guess you could say 2023 will be the white uh sunglasses at night everybody's loving the white sunglasses with the champagne um, or the other thing that I've been seeing on TikTok recently is one pair of glasses that have like the bride and groom's name on it and the yeah, date, and then, tick, 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 and then yeah. it just scrolls so through cool. with all of your guests wearing yeah. it. So I think that's really cool. And then yeah, last year Champagne Tower, um, which unless... you should still do because it was really fun. <laughs> <laughs> Jess yes. doesn't want to be 
old news. It's, I don't know. It like for me, the only thing with that is if you only have one bottle of champagne, yeah, it go with you're one. filling no, no, two yeah. or three glasses. Just a heads up. Yeah. Like you need at least two. Yeah, I feel like that's the yeah. biggest misconception on yeah. the champagne towers no. is how much champagne. And you, you can't need. make it a big one. Yes, a big champagne tower. You're never gonna fill it, and you're no. never gonna drink it. So ours no. was only like three or four tiers, and we used that's three bottles, need. and that's all you need. Yeah. So there. maybe both of you guys have a bottle. Yep. Both of you pouring it. Have fun with the shots yep. and then the rest like just fill on their own yep. um but yeah you're you're not gonna get a lot filled up from one bottle <laughs> and it's also a giant mess so. oh yeah the worst is when they fall too so just a heads up oh often so be careful amateurs amateurs <laughs> that would be me i would knock it over <laughs> oh my gosh okay how do you deal with couples expectations versus reality Woo. Okay. I'm sure Pinterest is like a love-hate thing. Love-hate. Yeah. Everyone has a love-hate. It's like Pinterest, I feel like every, like at this point for me, every photo looks the same. Yeah. <laughs> kind of thing. And um, it, right away on my page, it says like, let's kind of leave the Pinterest board behind and let's make our own magic. Right. Yeah. So sure. Send me some of your ideas. I might have it in my head while we're shooting, but the last thing I'm going to do is take a two page printout of photo ideas from <laughs> you and then refer back to it every time we move a different location. Yeah. Judging by the smiles. Is that really like happened? Does that really happen? I Sometimes. Don't. Yeah. But I, no. I say no right off the bat. And if you do want to give me a Pinterest list or like you want to send me your board or whatever, I'm going to tell you to give it to your maid of honor who's going to also join us then for photos. And anytime she sees fit, she can bring that up to us and kind of show us. Like if I have it in my head, because I will look at it and I will keep it in mind of what you want, because of course, like Mm -hmm. at the end of the day, this is your wedding. I'm going to try and deliver. But if we're constantly referring back to that, then you're going to probably get way less photos because when when we're going with the flow things are just moving through and i'm getting all these different angles far away close up etc now imagine constantly stopping Mm -hmm. looking at your phone then trying to you know show them the phone like this is the pose that we're going to put you into and then everything just looks very like barbie like Mm -hmm. you know very very staged and yeah i think like yeah for sure and i think that photographers are artists in their own right and having that like artistic integrity and ownership over a photo opposed to just copying what you've seen yeah yeah and you also don't look like the person in the photograph you won't have the same background your lighting is going to be different my editing is different so at the end of the day you know you're trying to emulate this image that is probably not going to look the same anyway and you might even be upset with what you got from it Mm -hmm. to be honest i think pinterest like i didn't have a pinterest board before and you're like you need to start making a pinterest board and i was like okay and I, that was to rein in the ideas. It was just, I, that's exactly what it did. I was like, I love Pinterest for the inspiration. Mm-hmm. And it did help me rein in and like hone and funnel some of the things. So having that little like, this is my inspo. Mm-hmm. And then this is my vibe. Yeah. Can yeah. you just do? Mm-hmm. And the expectation versus reality. Yeah. Um, mm. The other thing too is like the editing style. Mm-hmm. Like, like I mentioned before, don't expect something completely different than what the photographer shows you yeah. <laughs> or like what you see on their website. Like just kind of have that as your expectation. And uh, once again, it, it all depends on the weather outside and what's happening. So it's better to leave your expectations at the door going into your wedding. Go with the flow. Enjoy it. Everybody says it goes by so fast. It does. It does. So like, don't stress on the day of that there's certain things don't look so great and blah, blah, blah. Like I've had a bride stress about her flowers because she really hated the hue of the pink. That's something I can fix, right? So like 
I let them know right away, like, just chill out about that. Don't, you know, don't stress about that. Like, enjoy this day. It's, you spent so much money on it, right? Yeah. Oh, you yeah. gotta let the little things go. Yeah. Yeah. No, for sure. Um, I also just want to comment. I love the fact that you do not Photoshop people and you say that right openly. Mm-hmm. I think that's amazing. I think that that goes towards the expectation versus reality that you're going to look like yourself in these photos. And I'm sure that you have had people, um, and maybe that's why it's on your website saying, oh, can you just like shrink my waist or move my arm or really? And well, the family and the bridesmaids don't, you know, don't know what I do. Right. So right away they're like, oh, will you be able to take 30 pounds off me? And I'm like, no. (laughs) So like, I get it often. You, yeah, I get it often. And the other thing too is like destination weddings. If you are having a destination wedding, keep your sunglasses off your face Mm -hmm. until after your wedding. Just because of like the sunburn? It is so bad. Like the guys, every time, like right at the airport before we even get there, I'm like, please try to not wear your sunglasses throughout because especially the guys... It's always the guys. Yeah. Like imagine spending an extra oh like God. 10 hours just to fix your Oh, it's like, just, you'd line. be, you'd drive yourself insane. And yeah. as you said, self-proclaimed perfectionist, like it would never be. It would never be. And, and like when, where do you draw the line, right? Like, okay, I'll, I'll fix your sunburn or whatever, but you know, like, I yeah. feel like that just but on snowballs so many photos. and, it, and yeah. on so many photos, but it like, you know, fixing a sunburn can turn into, you know, mm-hmm. this, this, and that on somebody's body or so, something. Different story on blemishes, though. Like, uh, I are there? Yeah, everything. I was gonna oh, say. Thank you. Are there yeah. things that you would fix? Hundred percent blemishes. Anything that's temporary. Um, I'm not gonna take out a mole unless like that's requested. Because mm-hmm. I and if if you have a pimple that looks like a mole. And like I zoom in and I analyze that, and sometimes I'll call my boyfriend over. I'm like, "Listen, does this look like a pimple or a mole?" Just if full it dermatologist. Looks like a mole, I'm leaving it because I don't want to change your face. I don't want you to get photos back, mm-hmm. especially if you didn't request it. And all of a sudden, it's like it's not you. And like, let's say you love that beauty mark, right? Yeah. And then all of a sudden, it gets taken off. Not cool. Yeah. So anything that looks temporary is getting removed, and I'm a professional. Absolutely. And then when people get their photos back, I and it's it's funny, it's this like struggle, and I'm going to say this because I think I mentioned it in our intro to the podcast, but I sometimes wonder if I look at my wedding photos and Jess looks at her wedding photos differently than other people do, but I don't think they do. I'm like, we look at wedding galleries all day long of people, and mm-hmm. I analyze photos all day long. And so when I'm looking at them, and you notice that piece of hair, you're like, oh no. And like to, to us, it like is ruined. But then like, do some people just look at it and they're like, mm-hmm. I think that I think I do look at my photos differently. Definitely. Yeah. I think that I'm surprised how much I've learned. Like I thought that I wasn't going to like, yes, I obviously I don't know everything. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we know. <laughs> Let the record state that I think that I don't know everything, but I did think that there's a, there's a couple of things like we were saying, like, I do wish there was more candidates of my bridesmaids and I, and I do wish I spoke up on certain things, mm-hmm. but I didn't expect that I would feel that way. I thought mm-hmm. that I was versed enough to understand and have my expectations and the product align, which they did for the most part, but there are things that I'm like, ah, I do wish that maybe I had asked this. Oh, I do wish I maybe had done this. It's also in the moment too. Like honestly, by the end of the day, you guys are so stressed out. You've probably been up since 5 a.m. getting makeup done. Like I, and I even tell um, my couples when we're on the call, like your sunsets at this time on that day, if everything's good, I'm going to pull you out for photos, but just know you guys may be too tired Mm -hmm. or we're not going to get a sunset. So just have the expectation. And then if you wanted to go out maybe after dinner, do some 
straight on flash photos instead and make it more like fun and moody we can always do that too would you as the photographer is it your style to be like hey it the sun setting or hey you changed your dress do you want things if maybe it was like a secret so she didn't want to reveal it before because her and her fiance were in all the meetings together would you as a photographer take that initiative always yeah i we always go up to them like hey the sun is setting did you want to go now for it or, you know, did you want to go and take some more portraits? And, you know, one of them will say no, usually the groom. And then the bride will kind of be like, okay, we're just going to eat. And then I give them the look and I'm like, are you sure? Yeah. Like, you can't have this take This is the moment. Yeah. It's passing by yes. immediately. We can even go out for just 10 minutes, take a few shots. You guys can come in. Up to you. Mm-hmm. And then most of the times they're like, okay, let's go. Yeah. yeah. So. My gosh. Okay. Here we go. We have, so every episode we have somebody ask us a question via DM, email, whatever you guys, however you guys want to talk to us. Um, and we're going to answer it today. So the question is, and I'm just going to say, I'm going to answer it first because I feel like you two are going to be on the same page and I'm on the opposite Ooh, page. All right, all right. And that's just my, I don't know. Maybe we're all on the same page. Okay. So the question is, do I have to have my sister-in-law that I can't stand in my wedding if I'm having my other sister-in-law that I love? So in the wedding, meaning wedding party. So that's you being like, I have two sisters-in-law, like one, love one, can't stand the other. Do I have to have them both mm-hmm. as maids? Yeah, as maids. So in the in the wedding party. So my thought is, and this is actually, I had two of my three sister-in-laws in my wedding party. Um, but my thought, so I'm going totally against what I'm saying here. <laughs> But my thought is, I say, yes, you put them in. And this comes from the thought that I actually got this advice from a friend who um, got it told to her. And then just when I got engaged, she's like, oh, by the way, like I got this piece of advice and I just want to pass it to every bride. And she's just like, when you're choosing your wedding party and you're like debating between people say, she said like, is it going to create more drama for you if that person's in the party or if that person's not included in the wedding party and you have to answer that question and if it's going to cause you more drama if you to not have that person in there just suck it up and put the person in there Mm. so my thought is to this person have both sister-in-laws in there if you think that your one sister-in-law that you can't stand is going to make this awkward or make it awful for you yeah Yeah. I'm going to say no. I knew it. (laughs) Absolutely not. And you know what? If it's going to cause drama, don't have any of them in it. Because the last thing you want to do is look at all your wedding photos and have to remember her face all the time if you really have a bad relationship together. Um, You might as well have everybody out, have a smaller wedding party, have the people that you grew up with, best friends, whatever, your own sisters. Um, And yeah, if one of them is going to cause drama, keep both of them out. Because it's easier for you too. (laughs) Sweet. I love it. Yeah. The people pleaser in me is hiding under the table right now. <laughs> I'm going to kind of go with both. It wasn't intended. We did, I've never even heard this question. But I think that I really struggled with my bridal party because, like you said, you could go smaller. And I was like, I could either go real small or it has to include everyone. And Adele can know that it included everyone. Because um, I do have, uh, one, way too many friends. Uh, and two, this like hard time... Not being inclusive necessarily, but if there, there's like certain people that come as a package, that was yes. a problem for me. It was like, if I go with these really small groups and then I just do this one person, then that's three other people kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, 
it wasn't stressful for the bridal party because once I decided I wanted eight and I was the ninth, that anyone who wow. had anything to say about it, I was like, you don't have to be in it. First of all, no one in the group said anything about it. No. But two, like when people were like, oh my God, that's so many. I was like, yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. What else? Like, it's like, you just have to own it. So really? if you decide to not include that person, which I agree, if you have a bad enough relationship, don't include that person yeah. because... And they're going to ruin your day. Yes. Like, especially if they have attitude. But they'll probably ruin your day anyway. Yeah. But (laughs) at least they're not with you the whole time. The 24-7. Yes. Right? Like, especially during photos. Or making uncomfortable people for the other people in the party. I agree. If your relationship is bad enough, but I do also like that person's advice. Like, if it depends, I guess, how toxic they really yeah, are. It yeah, is. If they're still going to be at the wedding, then maybe being having them in the bridal party is the lesser evil. But mm-hmm. if they're going to not be, if you can say no to the party and the wedding, like bridal party and wedding, then maybe you're getting off scot-free. If I can give wow. you... Night-night. <laughs> That's really cutthroat. <laughs> if I can give you one tip from a photographer's perspective, mm, yes. less is better um, for mm, wedding parties. Yeah. So if you're kind of debating, do I have a bigger wedding party or a smaller one? I suggest a smaller one for your own sanity. Yeah. Not for photos. Like, you know, have up to eight, ten, whatever you want to do if you want those really cool wedding party photos. If you're if you have those like girl gangs that are like eight to ten people yeah. and you have to have all of them, okay. Yeah. If you have the option to have less, have less, yeah. especially for morning getting ready. It's a lot of moving parts. Oh yeah. All right. So that is a wrap. We still don't have an official sign off. So if you can think of anything on the spot right now, Sandra. That's, uh, we're going to get it. What did you say in the beginning? Are, are you, you ready, ready to lift, lift the veil? veil? What do you, you want to put the veil back down? I don't know. That's weird. It's not good. <laughs> Take my job from it's me, t- someone. <laughs> it's time to go to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> All right. That's episode two. Night, night. Night. <laughs>